Blog Talk Radio. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
summer to be. I will now call the elements. Sentinels of the East, we do gently stir you. Of air, of new thought, new ideas, new inspiration. One might think that this time of year would be to celebrate the wisdom of the newness and the swiftness of air. Sentinels of the East, we ask that you join us in this ritual today. We ask for your balanced guidance and wisdom. It is with deep love and deep respect that we bid you hail and welcome. Sentinels of the South, we do gently stir you of fire, of action, of manifestation, of true, right, powerful action, of motion, of building. We ask for your balanced guidance and wisdom in this Ostara day. It is with the deepest love and deepest respect that we bid you Hail and welcome. Sentinels of the West, we do gently stir you of water, of intuitive wisdom, of the deep inner knowing and inner learning. Sentinels of the West, we ask for this balanced guidance and wisdom on this Ostara evening. It is with the deepest love and deep respect that we bid you hail and welcome. Sentinels of the North, we do gently stir you of Earth the wisdom of a seed that integrates with the dirt and the nutrients within the earth itself. The slow knowing, the hibernating bear that knows the return is coming. And now we witness that here this evening on the star. We ask for your balanced guidance and wisdom this evening. It is with deep love and deep respect we bid you hail and welcome. Beloved Father God, you who are the mystery of mysteries, spinner of the great wheel, Lord of the dance, we ask that you join us this Ostara evening, we ask for your balanced wisdom and guidance. Holy Father, it is with the deepest love and deepest respect that we bid you hail and welcome. Beloved Mother Goddess, known by so many names. I call you Kuan Yin, 
mother of all, you who birthed everything, who are everything, in which the spark of the divine lives within each of us, connecting us to you. Beloved Mother Goddess, it is with the deepest love and deepest respect that we bid you hail and welcome. Ancestors, those who have come before us, those who are us, practitioners of old, we know that your ways have never truly faded. May we keep the ways and combine them with the new. It is with the deepest love and deepest respect that we bid you hail and welcome. knowledge of the sacred will always flow within you. For tonight's act of power will be something quite simple and then a divination.
energy as well. I'm thankful for that the mundane work that I have needed, if we'll call it that, has come through to allow me to pursue the dream work, which is the band and the potential growing and expanding of this network, Street Universe. I'm thankful for the band themselves, my brother Scott Michael, Nina, Nikki Nicole, Stefan, and LeGrand when he was with us, and everyone else that has helped us, Jim and Ashley Cash. I'm so thankful to these great people in my life that we're on this journey together and in some way we can all help one another. So may it be. I say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Searching. Let's simplify that. What next to do to expand the Main Street Universe radio network? the levy card, which is someone trying to swim in a boat in the middle of the desert in a crater of water, meaning there might be some stagnation and feel like they're not really going anywhere. Afterwards is the frontier card reversed. This could be an interesting card depending on what's around it, just as with the terror. The frontier card upright is quite literally someone cooking a hot dog way out in the middle of the desert on a frontier. Meaning, upright, to take a challenge, you've got this, you got the tools to handle this. Reversed, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't have the tools to handle this. What it means in the Horizon Oracle Reversed cards mean how this relates to someone else. What I mean by this is someone else may ask us to do something that's part of a new frontier, meaning someone may approach me or some or one of the other hosts in the network to expand in a certain way. So we may be approached to, hey, join this and join that. It may be a few someones, perhaps. We'll draw two more cards straight off the top.
Yep, networking and meaning sharing. It's the view card in reverse. Which means that someone may bring information that's not in light yet. And again, there'll be some long distance person from, I'm guessing, me who will try to contact and develop a relationship to expand. So perhaps a little outside help if we would take it. And thus ends the act of power portion of this ritual. comment on that, there could be a sharing of successes or just a sharing of information. Maybe a little networking help or something like that. Now, with this brief Ostara ritual, we will bid farewell to the powers, the gods, the goddesses, the ancestors, to the elementals and temporarily take down our temple. Ancestors, for joining us this evening to briefly unite in this world in this energy temple on a star at the time of new beginnings it is with the deepest love and the deepest respect that we bid you hail and farewell if you must Mother Goddess, always thankful and honored to be in your presence within this energy temple and every day. The great goddess of compassion and rebellion, we thank you for your balanced guidance and wisdom on this Ostara evening. Stay if you will. Go if you must. But it's with the deepest love and deepest respect that we bid you hail and farewell. Beloved Father God, it is to you that we owe the thanks for bringing the goddess to us, for you being part of this earth and then her desiring it. Thus 
transforming the divine spark within us all. You work with us. We thank you today for your balanced guidance and wisdom on this Hostara evening. It is with the deepest love and deepest respect that we bid you hail and farewell. Stay if you will, go if you must. Hail and farewell. Sentinels of the North, of Earth and integration, integrative wisdom, patience, we thank you for your balanced guidance and wisdom on this Ostara evening. Say if you will, go if you must, we bid you hail and farewell.
forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.
hidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. with Darren Bouquer at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be right back as Darren gets into the queue and we get ready. Listening to Main Street Universe, the show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Insights with your Mr. Darren Bouquet. And I see he's in the queue, so I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. Welcome Hello. Again. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to uh, Spiritual Insight with Darren Bouquer and my co-host, Daniel Michael. How are you this evening, sir? Doing very well. I just got done doing a brief and very sort of calm O-Star. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as rowdy. Uh, a as calm I was. what? Uh, O-Star ritual on the air. Oh, you did? Oh, beautiful. Okay. So a calm O-Star ritual. Do you want to share a little bit with the audience about what your calm star ritual was, since that is the topic of the evening. Yeah, well, part of it was, um, it was sort of a basic pagan circle cast kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. It wasn't very fancy, and and 
there were people upstairs, I think, so I was trying not to be too loud, so I kept it more of a calm, meditative. Kidding, my, I have a little gong here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and an egg shake. <laughs> Sometimes we'll do them on the air, and I'll actually invite people over just to get rowdy, mm-hmm. make noise, and bang on some drums, and, you know. Oh, do it. Mm-hmm. Play the guitar. Uh, well, you have a musical house there, right? I mean, that's part of the, the deal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and when I usually... If 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 I do, I did a druid ritual at a Unitarian Church recently, mm-hmm. and I just wanted like everybody to hit something. Sometimes, and I really like the druid uh, intellect mm-hmm. and imagery and all that, but I was less wordy than they can sometimes be. And right. by they, I mean also me. And so I, I really just wanted people hitting drums and chanting and stuff, and then combining that mm-hmm. with the sort of intellectual style that druids sometimes have and the poetic style mm-hmm. they sometimes have. Mm-hmm. And, so yeah, I like I like usually like to make a little more noise, but this one was more quiet and thankful and meditative. And I drew a card for the future of the network and da 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 da. It was just it was very more mellow. Did, what, what what info did we receive from this? It said some offer of help from another place, like from someone at a distance, to expand the network. Okay. Um, okay. It, and I was using the Horizon Oracle. Um, okay. Oh, you're using Kevin. Yeah. Magical ones. Okay. Now, when when it's somebody from a distance, that's so wide open because, I mean, I'm from a distance, but I'm involved in the in the, the network. So. And by that was um, outside help. Someone. Let me clarify that. And not someone intrinsically involved with the network, but in somebody outside. from outside. Mm-hmm. Outside help or source comes or offers some sort of help to the network, and I didn't go too mm-hmm. deep into the reading beyond that. It was basically for time, um, mm-hmm. so I just I flipped two cards and then another two, and saying there'll be some new information cleared. There'll be somebody mm-hmm. or some else. That's what I meant at a distance. And sometimes that card mm-hmm. of, of Kevin's means like a distance relationship. But what mm-hmm. I really meant. Somebody right. outside the, the network will communicate with somebody inside the network, and mm-hmm. then some sort of expansion. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that I mean that. Now, what, what, where do you think that'll? You just have to wait and see how it all plays out, really. Yeah, wait and see. There's so many things going mm-hmm. on right now with all of us that it could come from multiple directions. To be honest. <laughs> that is certainly true. I do start some preliminary and uh, plus other things you have going on, you know. So it, there's a lot. I do on. have a sensational project that I'm gonna probably not be really talking about on the air as much because sure. I don't know what kind of restrictions I, I technically have about it. But uh, it is kind of getting off the ground starting this week, so it should be pretty amazing, um, you know. And then I'll get some preliminaries on that done. But that could just wow. There's so many layers to that. It's just. Yeah, unbelievable, really. And, and uh, the, definitely getting mad is a potential piece of it, you know. And other things, there's a lot going on. I think it's been, and that was also part of the whole thing. Right in the middle, I just did a, a sort of, a, a, a just a long thank you for everything I'm thankful for in this last year and how. Oh, amazing. beautiful! Yeah, I think that is maybe that's something we can just touch on um, as far as. You know what, that's a big deal. I think that um, giving thanks at this time of the year is just like giving thanks at uh, kind of the uh, the opposite end of it 
which wouldn't quite be now, but like how Thanksgiving is is giving thanks and for the reaping season, it's also good to be thankful about the growing season, the beginning of the of the growth, the beginning of the the transcendence from sickness to life. You know, I think it's this is a good time to be thankful too. Absolutely, and for the winter to finally be breaking up and mm-hmm. feeling like new life's coming back, new ideas, new thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really good place to be. Um, a star is always, uh, <clears throat> you know, it, it. some people come alive. Uh, you see this uh, where, where the seasons are most dramatic. Um, you know, when you have a couple of those hot days that you haven't even seen anything like that in ages, you will see people, I mean, I've never seen it more than when I lived in Vermont. Because, and I, you know, I grew up in Cleveland, so that was still dramatic too. But Vermont, I mean, the winter just lasts and lasts. And there's so much snow, and everyone just stays in their house, and they just kind of hunker down, and they go out and do winter sports. But at the same time, it's just so much snow. And because it's not a real spaced-out city, they just, you know, people just deal with the snow. But when that spring hits, Oh my gosh, the vibrancy, um, the drum circles, you know, it's a college town, so these, you know, everyone just kind of, it just goes crazy. There's a little bit apeshit, sort of, you know, I don't know if I could say that on the air or not, but I don't know if there's a better way for me to put it other than to say that, because it's just like everybody, in a a good way. I mean, it It seems to get it done. It's the job done, (laughs) apeshit. Yeah, it it, it does get the job. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... It was amazing to see, you know. Um, so to me, when I think of spring, I just I think of that. I just really think of everyone coming alive and embracing the power of, like, this, that warmth and solar energy and just... And then you have, you know, like, when, when the plants come alive, like with photosynthesis and all that stuff, I mean, it's the same thing that works with people, that serotonin kicks in and, you know, I mean, it's just you're ready for action. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so with your ritual, did you offer anything? Did you, did you actually? Who was there a divinity form that you worked with specifically, or? I used the offering was basically a simple thanks, like it wasn't a ritual to mm-hmm. say you know cast or intend something. Mm-hmm. It was more of just a divination and a and a prayer of thankfulness for a, a general. Okay. Different bunch of so things. you're offering your intention and your will as as an offering of sorts and as, and thankfulness as well as usually I can even do or I've worked it out where <laughs> I'm at peace with mm-hmm. I will usually even if I do an on air ritual I'll usually leave m- my physical offerings later you know like I, I can do IOU offerings. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, usually the deity form I work with for the goddess is Kuan Yin. And I usually make a homemade ginger tea and leave it on the altar. I was a little pressed for time, so I didn't. Okay. So, uh, so you're comfortable enough to say, okay, well, you know, yeah. here we are. It's new energy, all this stuff. And if I'm doing it on the air, I can go back and do like my benedictions and things later on, and it's still just as concurrent in the course of, of the, the ritual. And to you, it doesn't feel disjointed at all. It's just feels like. It's no, I can pretty quickly get my mind into into that state uh, after time. I'm not saying it's always like that, but I can, I can pretty quickly get there uh-huh. and say, okay, I owe the god a little bit of bourbon, and I owe the goddess a little homemade ginger tea and a little glass, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I can get into you know get into a meditative state and 
do a cleansing and blessing of everything. I think you're getting there. I really do. I mean, I'm not saying, listen, I mean, I've known you for a while. So when I say getting there, I just think you're getting so comfortable with the idea and the, the commonality of ritual in your life that it's, you don't have to, you know, do a backflip and, you know, scream watchtower and all that stuff to just leave an offer. And that's amazing. Yeah, and and I, uh, like I said, in this time I, I kept the ritual very basic. It's just a basic circle. But I have my own circle cast that I do that I wrote as a, just an amalgam of things. Oh, and wow, okay. So, um, and then it was a... Would you want to, have you ever considered, or have you shared it on the air um, before, or... Um, yeah, I, I I sometimes because basically, to, to, long story short, we've tried to be consistent since we started Main Street Universe of doing an on-air mm-hmm. something on each of the eight wheel of the year times. Now, sometimes okay. it can be as simple as we're all just pressed for time, something didn't happen, and we just maybe just say a nice prayer and bang a drum or something. Mm-hmm. But but most right. of the time we go through some kind, and oftentimes I use the druid form, which doesn't cast a circle and all that. But um, what does the druid form do? They sort of um, there's the energy equivalent of the circle. What they would all call it a grove is mm-hmm. what they call the opening of the gates. So the water mm-hmm. from the well uh, in, the, in the, the sacred tree in the fire, um, the three things that they work with open up the gates. So that's sort of like an energy equivalent because they'll say, let the, let the water open the gate, let the well open the gate, let the great world tree hold fast the worlds between. And then you repeat it and repeat it, or I do anyway. I repeat it and I repeat it with drums, especially if I'm doing it in, in public. And um, and to, that's sort of the equivalent of now we're opening. Instead of cutting apart a place between, you know, as they say, between this world and, and the mighty one, it's okay. like they're right. opening up a doorway or opening up a gateway. So it's, okay. it's, it's just kind of a different way of doing a similar thing, I guess. Because they still cleanse and bless the place, so it still becomes... Now, do you think because of the trees, and, and we're talking about a grove, and we're talking about interaction with, like, possible, like, you know, organic life, do you think that's why it's an opening instead of, a like, a step? Like, when you're casting a circle, you're you're creating a barrier from yeah. so that way you can contain the divine... Whereas as the, in the druidic form, it's like more of you're, you're taking the divine and expanding it out into... Into the other everything. places because they say that, and here's where it is. You know how you're cutting a circle in either ceremonial or, or pagan or whatever magic mm-hmm. for, for the reasons you said. Uh, what the druids say is that all space is already sacred. So now let's just take this nature place, sort of cleanse it and bless it a little bit. That I think the- is very interesting. Wow, that's really. I should spend some time with like the Olam and, and the Druidic path because I haven't really done a lot with it. Um, but that was that's really interesting. I found that to be interesting too. And honestly, I still like the old circle cast model too. So we uh, we sort of switch back and back and forth. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it is funny, and I'll and I'll tell you too. And then this is this is for anyone listening too. Is it's that uh. I do work in ritual sometimes, and I get in a meditative place. And I'm because 
I work. I have many working altars going all the time. Um, not all the time, but um, fairly consistently. I don't have to necessarily go through 15 different steps to open into sacred space and access my altars, and then access and make offerings or or ask for things or petition things. Now, I like to do it when I'm pushing through and into a major ritual, but you know, the, the divine is there. It's there. You know, I've made sure that space is charged. I made, you know, so so if I want to go by and say, hey, I'm going to leave some hazelnut coffee for you, then I'm going to, you know, I'll light a candle first on the altar and I'll, you know, definitely appeal to that divinity form, but am I calling all four, all four you know, elemental ideas or the four, you know, guardians or the four archangels, or am I doing all that, feeling it, then making it, you know, appealing to... No, I'm not always doing that. And I think because you're used mm-hmm. to doing it on a regular basis, unless it's for something really special, or if you just want to be part of something public, you know, mm-hmm. with other people, sometimes it's just for that. Like, sometimes it's I just enjoy... I don't want to use the wrong word, but there's a degree of performance in it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you oh, know, yeah. I've been asked to play songs... Right, and, and you know, it can the good, get a little showy sometimes. Yeah. Sure, and the good speakers will stand out and all that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. Right, and it's also just camaraderie too. You know, getting together with other pagans and 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 uh, all that. But yeah, I know what you mean. But for something extra special, then yeah, it's like all right, I'm really got to concentrate this time. I'm really going. Well, to there's nobody, there's no audience for me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not leading a, a gathering of anybody. I'm just saying I have specific spell work to do. And I'm no, sorry, but if I have a solo stuff. a relationship with, like, let's say you were friends with, uh, okay, friends with Oprah Winfrey, right? And you just call her and text her and ask her a question. You wouldn't call her secretary first. You know, you were just, right. if you were really good friends, you'd just call her. Because if you called her secretary, you might not get through. I mean, you probably won't. So, but if you could call her personally and she's going to give you that mail line, then why would you go around the block, up the stairs, down the hallway, and then try to find her? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, but sometimes you want to do that if you want the power of ceremony behind it. Yes. And I understand that when you work with them as often as you do, then I understand your point that you're not always going to sit there in your busy day, especially with as much metaphysical stuff that you do, you're not always going to do this entire um, uh, ritual form. You'll say well, you're you can't. working with them every day, so you, you're like, "Hey, well, you know you me. can. If I have to visit with with four or five different people's manifestation, meaning I have to visit with like the components that 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 say this is this person, this has this person's DNA linked into it, this has this person's you know nuances of their situation. I cannot." I can't go, okay, now I'm going to open this circle and then close it and leave all this stuff and then uh, then start another person's and open the circle and close it. And then, you know, I might have to do a lot of the same. If I'm working with the same divinity form and it's and it's for a couple of different people, then maybe sometimes if I, I say, oh, I got three people that want prosperity, let's all lump them into this ritual and then we're going to ask for prosperity for all of them. Mm. And that works really well. Because everyone's tied into that same energy, as long as it's the same thing. If it's different, you know, if it's not all prosperity, then, you know, I can't I can't say, like, I want prosperity for these two people. And then also, by the way, I want this person to be able to move 
their home, and, you know, because then it's, you're splitting hairs, and you're splitting the divine force into fragments, and then that's not good either. Right. In my estimation. Right. And, okay. and again, with your daily relationship with these forces, I mean, you you get a feel for, even with me, who doesn't do this stuff nearly as much as you, I get a feel for Okay, here's a good time for an offering. You know what? I haven't done it. Okay, this is a good time. Mm-hmm. I know you. There'll be one coming. You know, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, et cetera. And, and you just start to get it like a you're, you're, something reminds you. Something gets you. Well, you have to be centered in yourself too, and you have to, you know, you you can't offer something and put mark your energy on it and then offer it if you don't have your energy to offer. So you right. could go buy something and and whatever. But I'll tell you, like when I was having. You know, some some domestic things and things that I was dealing with in the last two months. Mm-hmm. It was very hard for me to make consistent offerings because it just, you know, even though I know I could have stopped and picked up some fruit or certain items to offer, I couldn't wrap my head around marking something with my energy and leaving it because I had so much to do on my own terms, you know, for me. And, and but everybody's different. I don't know. If you were going through, like, something crazy... Would you be able to go on a ritual and make offers? Um, I th- I, a, I do think we're all a little different on that. B, I understand exactly what you mean. It, it could be equated to trying to metaphysically heal yourself while you feel really much in pain. Like you're, you think of it like that. Like you're just not ready. You know, you're just not strong. Maybe you need some other kind of help, but meaning some earthly help. But. Um, it might not have been the best example, but what I mean is if you're just not feeling strong, it can be hard to feel like you could be a strong. It was almost like an empty offering. Does that make more sense? Like it would be kind mm-hmm. of... Yeah, I can't make empty offerings, and that's why I couldn't just be like, let me roll over and grab some nectarine and then just toss them on the altar and forget about it because I have to like mark it with my energy and then I have to say, this is an offering and really intently kind of visualize it. And if I don't have that focus, then it's just, it's like, pointless. they're just nectarines. But I put on a, a piece of furniture. Yeah, it would just feel a paper, sort of empty, whatever. No, yeah. Not substance. No substance to it. Um, the other day, I remember, and this is after, you know, a couple of different things that I had going on, it, it kind of took me out of the divine and the sacred. I remember leaving, um, you know, it was just for the moment, I'm like, I really do need to make an offering, and they had these little different flavored candy cans, you know, and, you know, one was watermelon, and one was this and that, and so I picked, like, the normal giant fruit items that I would normally pick, but I picked candy canes in that flavor, and I just left the candy cans, and I know it was an extra offering, and they weren't very expensive, but um, it was, like, the perfect, I mean, it still felt so good, because I came out of that that energy, and I said, "Here, here you go," and it felt like the, one of the biggest offerings I've ever made, like a good, really good one. Because I had to take that that moment and work through my own stuff, and really, uh, really push the envelope and make that offering, no matter what. Yeah. And that was was huge. That was a good thing. And. And, and that's what it's about anyway, because truthfully, an offering can just really be 
a genuinely felt thank you or a genuinely felt sending of energy, just saying, I send this love to you. Uh, I remember Amber Kay in her little green book mentioned that. Sometimes I don't hear people talk about that, of just saying, you've asked for energy from them, give some back, you know, picture sending them some energy. You know, uh, if you don't have anything else around, mm-hmm. then give them. <laughs> Send them energy, yeah, you know what, yeah. I mean, that little little uh, watermelon-flavored candy cane <laughs> was probably just as important as if I went into, you know, the pumpkin patch or the watermelon patch and grabbed a bunch of watermelons and then, you know, juiced a bunch of guava and then left a half pint of rum. If I did all that, at that moment, that candy cane represented all that. Right. And it was that powerful. And that and that was a good thing. And the, and the great thing is, is, is what I was asking for and what I was thinking, immediately things started to transition. And I'm not saying because of that candy cane, but I'm just saying because of my intention and because I took the time to actually give back and thank and, and respect the fact that, uh, you know, I have forces that, that align themselves with me to to make sure that I'm okay and I need to make sure they're okay. So I think that's the beauty of of ritual and, and of spirituality in, in general. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I agree. Regardless of the make, religion. Oh, yeah, regardless of, of any of it. You know, that's the whole... If we're talking about Catholicism... That's the transubstantiation. That's the, you know, like when you get up and you receive communion, that's your saying, I'm really, thank you so much for giving me this part of who you are. And and in, in return, I'm going to sit and pray and have benediction through this process and whatever, you know. And then you'll get up and go on your way and go about your business. And, so and in fact, thing. Darren, um, mm-hmm. to have an interfaith presence, uh, we do have a Christian host coming to Main Street Universe, very liberal Christian host, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. an Episcopalian. He's actually been with us before, and he was once a pagan, and now he's uh, studying to be an Episcopal minister. <laughs> okay, and now this is the person you've mentioned before, then? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, his name was Brett. Mm-hmm. He's been with on. Uh, he was our third. So has he had? He has he had shows? The uh, here and there. Been a while. It's been a little while. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now we do so he had a couple of like one-off shows, and then now he's doing. He's going to have a consistent show. Uh, he's thinking of doing a once-a-month show, like a once-a-month like interfaith Christian show. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that sounds cool. That that'll be. That'll be nice. I think that. that could bring you know that could open some doors. That could really open some doors for people to you know connect, and you could have a really nice discourse with, I think, people that, uh, you know, may have not ever wanted to call into, let's say, a pagan uh, radio show or, you know, something that is, has the trappings of some wildly new age. And then, yeah. you know, because I say it all the time, you know, I mean, I give, you know, I can I look at someone at work and I'll say, wow, you really need to have some sort of spiritual, you know, some sort of focus of something. You know, and then I'll and I'll go list some things like if it's Shiva, if it's Jesus, if it, it doesn't matter, you need to do something. You know, it's people forget about that and they leave that out all the time. It's true, and and mm-hmm. I think I was watching a lecture. We do have a caller, mm-hmm. by the way, so we might want to take. Well, maybe we should take the caller. I don't know. That might be 
someone I have calling in. I'm not sure. I do see. I see you there in the queue. Welcome, 704, to Main Street Universe. Hi, no, this isn't Selena. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I was just calling in to listen to the show. Oh, oh well, please continue to listen to the show. Um, did you have a, a question for us about Astara or Asotre or any of the the different uh, divinity forms that, that work with springtime, or did you have any feelings about spring that you wanted to share with the audience? No, I just, want to, listen. I just want to listen if it's all right with oh. you guys. Well, Great. thank you for your participation, and we appreciate your energy, and uh, continue to, to listen, and, and um, you know, happy as time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Cool. And happy spring. Spring okay, so my spring is off, but you're still there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yes, anyway, yeah, so we're working, so we will have an interfaith influence. So, like you said, mm-hmm. paying in, in attention to... Can I, can I do the Gene Wilder uh, quote? Please. From uh, Willy Wonka? Yes, I think. Can I do it right now, or is that too wacky? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm going to do it. I don't know what question Ring time, the only pretty ring time. Birds sing, hating, 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 sweet lovers love the spring. Okay, and that's it. Okay. I didn't know it was a song. I didn't know we were going to get singing here. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I, we have some sort of like, I don't know no, what they're like, love. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have like some love. To, I don't know. God, I got to ask her, right? My friend Jackie, she's got the, she got something in the store, and it's just a bunch of skeletal little hands. There's stones carved in the skeletal little hands that are forming different types of hearts. And they're like love divination stones or something. It's really. God, I gotta look into this, and I'll bring it up at the, on, on the radio again next time. But they're really cool. But they're just all about reaffirming your love with somebody. And so she's bringing them up, and she's like, you know what? Lately, because we were talking a couple months ago about how everyone was having all these like ridiculous relationship problems, and she's like, you know, I've noticed that lately everyone I notice is having really reaffirming love, vibrancy, and all this stuff, and it's going in the opposite direction. And I'm like, really? And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, that's why we got all these in. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so I'm experiencing some stuff. I'm understanding some things, you know. It's like it's interesting how a lot of people are experiencing, you know, it's weird when you see a shift in a paradigm and a lot of different types of people from all over the world. And, you know, because I talk to people all over the continental United States and sometimes across the pond and, and when you see this continuity, like this synchronicity where people are dealing with the same types of things and it just keeps replicating itself, like I'm answering the same question a lot. Right. You know, it's it, 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 it really astounds me. And what it has to do with is, I think, a shift in the energy, a shift in the world, and that whole thing. I, I found it interesting that even beyond, of course, you're yourself a spiritual uh, consultant, um, well, you know, uh, you work with many different, I guess, spiritual technologies, including tarot, palmistry, and, and other things. Mm-hmm. And But I even know other types of consultants, like just regular consultants, that will say mm-hmm. a similar thing. It's like I seem to get the similar questions at like the similar waves of time. 
you know, and I've always thought that was an interesting thing. And the tarot readers will say the same thing. You know, <laughs> we see the same stuff. I mean, I don't. I talk to my colleagues. You know, we have this. You know, and I have to have her call in. I have Mary or Amory call in. She's amazing. Um, kind of new reader that's working with me now. But um, she does some teaching and she does some um, aura cleansing. But like, she has a class on it. She does some stuff. But uh. You know, she knows her stuff, and I appreciate her and everything. But um, So she's been the one that's been spurring me to go to this metaphysical church and start teaching uh, palmistry overviews again. Because nobody in town, I'm not going to say that's what the hell they're doing. That's not true. But they don't have the expertise with, with Ayurveda and palmistry that I do. So she would love it if I could do some sort of overview or an introduction to. And they've been begging me to do it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, well, now I'm beginning to have time for this. But she's a really great resource. So we talk all the time about what is going on with specific clients and what, and the, to hear the same stuff from her that I'm getting is like, wow, yeah. Hmm. And to, like exactly did, what you just said. Pretty much, what yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to pull back just a little bit. We just had a call that we lost, by the way. It was a three-one-three oh. number. I don't know if that. Now, is it three one three in your area, or does that sound familiar? Or not? not me. Um, I know you were thinking a friend might call, so I was. Well, she might, but she also has a one year old, and oh, okay, <laughs> it's kind of a last minute thing that we were just talking, and and I mentioned it earlier in the day, and she could be with a one year old, she could be in a dating you know, for odd situation. But we I didn't really call her to like right before we went on the air to remind ourselves, but uh, we don't. I don't know. But our topic also. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pre-plan it for another day, and then maybe she'll have more time than people in her room. <laughs> they really do. Sure, sure, sure. And I know she was good on the topic. And our topic is Ostara. It still sort of is. Let's talk about that a little bit. You know, new beginnings this time of year, planting the seeds. Yeah. Uh, coming in, uh, Persephone okay. returns from the the underworld. Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting about that story is there's two versions. There's one where she's kidnapped by mm-hmm. Hades and brought to the underworld. Then there's yes. the one where mm-hmm. she's a str- strong young woman of her own free will that just mm-hmm. goes to the mm-hmm. underworld and her mother doesn't approve. So I, I found mm-hmm. interesting that there's sort of a couple different variations of how that story is, is told. I'm going to say this. I think every girl that runs away and does bad stuff tends to want to blame it on, on an aggressor. <laughs> so I'm going to say that it's meant to have a duality to it. It's meant to look at, oh, there's obviously some terrible male behind all this, but for a second, it probably wanted to, you know, want to check out the bad boy. Maybe she wanted to, you know, like, it's... it's right. He's the ruler. I think the it's a, there's right. a... There is a caller here. Uh, okay. Um, 470. Welcome to Main Street Universe. Hi, I was calling for a reading. Okay. Hello? She was calling for a reading. Hi. Hi. How are you? Happy springtime. All is well. How are you all? Oh, marvelous. 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 Yeah, it's been um, quite an exciting, exciting week and... All sorts of new things are popping up, much like plants and flowers and all sorts of other things concurrently with spring. Um, do you have any spring uh, 
beatitudes or anything to bring bring into the the conversation about spring, or have you experienced anything that really reaffirms the seasonal change for you? Yes. Okay. Well, look, please share with us. Yes. Reference to spring is all about me moving forward. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically about transformation, spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally, financially. Oh, good. Okay. And we've seen uh, examples of that happening already for you? Yes, spiritually. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Um, have you have you found that there's new new connections of uh, feeling and, and new vibrancy with uh, with the way you connect with, with divine energy in the last like three weeks or so? Well, I think it was like two weeks for me. Last two weeks, I okay. The last two weeks. All right. Well, that's good. So it's just starting. I know the last in the last yes. week and a half has been better for me than. The last two months, <laughs> so I've had yeah. really wonderful last week and a half. Um, yeah, and so it sounds like you too are transforming a little bit. This is beautiful. Yes, which is healthy for us. We need change. If you're yeah. if you're if you're if you're slightly unhappy and then you're majorly unhappy and then you're just like beside yourself with a feeling of almost slightly despair or borderline depression and you're feeling like, oh, my God, when is this going to change? Is it ever going to change? Then you need change. And if you're not going to do it, then the universe will help you do it. And it might feel weird at the time, but it it needed to happen. But we can celebrate that. Yes. And that's a beautiful thing. Did you have um, have a question to ask? Yours truly or Daniel Michael, maybe? I don't know. Or both of us? What's your Just question? asking, um, on reference to the overall, I want to get into really into business for myself, mm-hmm. and I want to, I, re- I really want to start my business this year, but I want to know mm-hmm. when it's, it's a healthier time. Okay, so can we can I ask you what what kind of business it is, or or you don't have to say specifically, but maybe like in the like what 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 market medical. Medical. medical, okay. Yes, sir. All right. So with some sort of medical, um, you know, maybe equipment or, or sales or, or, you know, whatever. So we're looking at that, and we're looking at, because I'm going to ask Divine Energy, we're going to ask what, what's your first name again? I'm sorry, I missed that. Sheila. Sheila, okay. So for Sheila, we want to know when is a good time for her to kind of hit the ground running with this idea for um a business uh, in the medical field that is, is a type of business that, that needs to grow and, and be prosperous. So one moment. Is this year going to Guess who the only person who's holding you back is? Guess who that is? Sheila? Yes. Can you hear me? I didn't hear you what you said just now because it was like... Okay, all right. I'm going to ask you a question. Guess who the only person who's holding you back from moving a successful business forward is? Guess who that is? Me? Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. I got temperance inverted. Daniel Michael, help me out here. Um, this one elaborate on that. Temperance inverted, uh, that could be a lack of patience, a lack of moderation, perhaps making scattered scatterbrain decisions, things like that. It can it can mean maybe getting too intense, like like sometimes but, my boss. But we're asking what when what now we, the question is in a time frame. So if we're asking when should you get started with this business and I get the patience card inverted, what does that say? That would say that um it, it's okay to sort of Let's go. Light a fire under your ass. Let's do this. Oh. Time to go. I mean, look, I think it's great and to be thoughtful. I think it's great to to be reflective and contemplative, engage the market, gauge your resources, gauge your investment potential. That's great. However, sometimes you just got to go do it. That's it. There's no reason okay. to listen. You need, a, you need an investment. You need a little nest egg or whatever to throw at this. But... To me, I think you have some residual money you can throw at it. I think that you have the, yeah. the wisdom. I think you have the marketing potential, and you have the will. So why the hell not? Let's get let's get started. I think you don't want to test the market and then feel like like you don't have immediate success, and then you're going to feel disappointed. You know what? You're going to have oh, slight yes, yes. You're going to have slight okay. disappointments. You're going to have a bad week, and then you'll have a good week, and then you'll have maybe another yes. bad week. But that's it. Um, and Daniel Michael can tell you that um, I remember when I was living in D.C., my friend of mine, I was still occasionally working in the, in the service industry like here and there. And she said, why don't you just put all your energy into your spiritual consulting? Why don't you just do that? Own that. And I'm like, you know what? I will. And was it a little little slim pickings like for a little bit? Yeah. Did I, was I, you know, cooking at home all the time? Yes, I was. But guess what? You know, it paid off because I put, I told the universe, this is what I want to do. This is my functionality. This is who I am. And that's all you have to yes. do. And you can do it sooner yes. than later. Um, yes. You might not want to put every ounce of your resources into it immediately, but I think that you can begin to wheedle off of whatever else you're doing as you're seeing some sort of semi-consistent income come in. You can begin to just really gravitate towards success with that business. So so the time yes. is, is now of the of the essence. If you don't feel like you, you can split okay. off time with it, then just get get yourself ready and do it. But to put it off for another okay. four or five months is, is it's only just putting it off for no reason pretty much. Yes. Winter well, thank time you. thank you. You're welcome. But listen I want to say this too. Winter time. Yes. I had a lot of people yes. contact me, start contacting me in late late November through Christmas, and what were they doing? They were looking for yeah. jobs. And they were looking for jobs, and I'll tell you what, nobody wants to hire anyone right before Thanksgiving. Um, no one wants to hire anybody right between Thanksgiving and Christmas because everybody is just smuggled out, and they're dealing with their family situations or whatever, and they're using their money yes. to buy retail or whatever they're doing. So now is the time for new energy, and it's springtime. Yes. Yes. And that's good. Thank you. You're welcome. It's thank my pleasure. You. Well, thanks for calling in. Call back sometime. Forward right. to speaking with you and, and have a great spring. Yeah. I think she hung up. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Now, I well, not her- good that she hung up. <laughs> I <laughs> misinterpreted. That's not good. 
What? what was that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying I think she or just either hung up or was disconnected. It is Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, I thought you meant when you were saying it. I thought you meant how she was handling the business. I didn't. I didn't hear the part wanting to start it. So sometimes if I hear temper in reverse, I think, oh, this is someone that's they're handling their business impatiently, if you know what I mean, if that makes sense. <laughs> Everyone reads things differently, and that's why I've learned to frame a question into a very specific focus and say, okay, she's like, well, when should I start this business? So that was the question. When is she going to start this business? When should, when should she start this business? Is this year, she said, is this year a good time to start it? And I get the temperance card inverted. I'm like, um, yeah, let's go. Yeah, okay. I didn't but hear the te- that. But the temperance card, but the temperance card is a good card because it means reflection and all this stuff. But so it says she's got her head screwed on straight, which is great. However, now's not the time to continue to put everything under the microscope. It's time to just let's go. Yeah. Crossbows loaded. It's aimed. Pull the trigger. Let's do this. And you're right, it is. It's it's meant to take all of that sort of, you know, calm, detail-oriented, mm-hmm. you know, people like that. I knew band members like that. You know, my band, I love my new band I'm in now, mm-hmm. but I've been in so many bands before where guys would never get out of the basement. We were never ready to play out. You know, we're not ready yet. I'm like, we've been getting together for two years, dude. We're ready. <laughs> you know, come on. Yeah, two years, yeah. I, I would go crazy. I would go crazy because I'm like, you know, that's why I I do things in the public eye and I'm successful with them because I pull the trigger. Let's, we got it. Let's go. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Um, And my brother has always, anytime he starts a project, he's ready to take it to the public. He's kind of got a rough deadline. And I've worked with so many, Mm -hmm. and he's the drummer in the band, by the way. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm with you. And successful people are like that, in my opinion. They just go, look, it's not going to be perfect, but nothing's perfect. At least we're out there doing it. You know, we're playing, or in your case, you're doing your thing. It's tough with writing, too. It's tough with writing, and I haven't really written my own. I've written a song or two, but I haven't put the musicality behind it to really Mm -hmm. flesh it out lyrically, you know, with, 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 you know, I've written a chorus, but I haven't put the music to it. So I don't know how difficult that is, but I do know that, you got to create something, and then you got to go out and perform it. And if, if, it, if modern music is any indication, it does not need to be the Fifth Symphony. It does not have to be Mr. Holland's Opus. It does just put it, write it, and put it out there. If Wobble yeah. with it is a giant popular song, that means your song can be popular too. <laughs> Guess what? Wobble with it is doing well. Okay, Iggy Azalea's on top. I think you got a shot at it. <laughs> Don't overanalyze it too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just that's the way it is. I mean, you, you got to believe in yourself. And yeah, we had a good response. People saw us. We were at an open mic at Gypsy Sally's in DC mm-hmm. last night. And um, oh, you had a good response. Okay. Oh, it was a great response. And um, oh wow. It, it, so for those that don't know, our band is Dragon's Head, and it's it was myself. Mm-hmm. My brother on drums, uh, Nikki, my backup player. Yeah, we have a violin player, so it's we're driven by and a bass player and uh, Stefan, 
and the melodies are a little bit Celtic, and we sound a little rowdier live than we do on the CD, but the CD is, is coming out. But people just responded to okay. it. It just sounds like, you know, okay, but let's talk about rowdy, right? Rowdy, Celtic, rock, and with some, some you know, melodic. There's plenty you know, of melodic prettiness. There's plenty of, like, right. prettiness in there, too. <clears throat> okay. So, Here's some uh, bands that, that do really well. <laughs> Flogging Molly. Dropkick <laughs> mm-hmm. Murphys. I mean, seriously? You know and what they the followings be, they have? And they might be more... Well, I guess I'm going to say be rowdy. Be rowdy. Do it. Go crazy. Yeah. Why not? The CD is um coming in April, early April. Mm-hmm. It's already been done. It's all finished now. We're just, we, we, we've got the master. We're sending it out. Um, so, yeah. So, I won't. It's your show, so I won't dwell too much on my, on my band on, on your show, but uh, but I'm excited about it, and it's one of the things I gave thanks for during the little ritual before, <laughs> and and all the members are all people that believe something can happen. None of them are are negative, you know. Some people always have a reason why something can't happen. Oh, it looks like somebody. Oh, they want to um respond here. Somebody's hello seven and four. Hi, it's me again. Um, it's, oh, it's her. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was pretty interesting because I've been trying to put my business together and I just have decided that to mm-hmm. dump and just do. You've been trying for, okay, so let's, we got nine minutes, so let's take this apart. You've been trying for, for how many years to get a business together? Five years? Um. Well, actually, probably about two years, three years now. But it's just like okay. I keep overthinking everything, and I'm getting uh, to the point of going in. You have a creative block, and you have a spiritual block. That's what you have, and now you have to address. When I say a block, it means you can see the size and scope of everything. You know what what you need to do, but you can't push past this this, like, complacency or, or this, you can't push, there's an energy block there. Mm-hmm. And you probably need, like, an aura cleanse or something. Where do you live? Uh, Charlotte. Where? Where? What What state is that in? Where are you? I'm sorry, I missed it. North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. Um, well, maybe you can get up and go to, to Asheville or something. I don't know. <laughs> Take it. You need to go go to the water, cleansers, relax, go to some mammoth body of water and just release all this, this frustration in these knots. I mean, they're knots. They're like tied up little knots that just keep you from, the, the energy's not flowing. There's no fluidity there. Right. Um, okay, now what is it What is it that we're, we're talking about? Like what kind of business? And when I say what kind, if you have some special idea about um, you know, bacon-covered uh, chitlins or something crazy, you don't have to tell us what the idea is. You can just say it's in the food industry or it's it's a product or... I do, photo. I do photography. And I also okay. do play writing. I just, in fact, I just left the University of Charlotte with it from the theater department, too. You know, and I've been going to school and developing that skill as well. So i I got, like, a ton of skills. It's just been I I've got What so incarnation do you want this business to be? What do you want it to be? What do you want to offer? Can you uh, answer that question? No, I can't. 
Okay, well then that's your listen. That's the that's what you need to do. You gotta have a mission statement. You ready? I'm I look I'm not gonna be like, oh, do as I say and not as I do, because I'll tell you right now, if somebody calls me up, they're like, Hi, I've heard a lot about you, what can you do? I say, Well, I offer a spiritual consult. I can also offer spiritual uh, energy work or cleansing, or I can offer a manifestation to empower you. And these are a list of the, the, the ways that that can happen in the different levels. And this is it. And this is what I offer. This is what I do. And this is my experience. And which which one of the products would you like? That's it. So that's what you need is just keep it simple. Say, okay, um, I'm going to offer photography or mixed media you know, uh, you know that that sort of thing. I'll offer it for different events. I'll offer it for this and that. And maybe some of it's event coordinating. Maybe you want to be an slash an event coordinator. Then you do a business that's involved with photography slash event coordinator, and you become, you know, this funky lady diva of the universe event coordinator. And then you just create your identity behind it, and that's who you are. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yeah. like, well, I want, right? Wouldn't that be fun? I used to do, look, and Daniel, Michael, I don't know if you know this, but I used to do um, wedding wedding planning. I did, I was like, in this, I worked with somebody, and she it was her business, but she had needed help, but she kind of needed, like, a second-in-command of the situation. And I used to do events, uh, I used to have, like a, like, a dance event for the House of Blues, where I did, like, a lot of different 80s music combined with uh, electro music and that sort of thing. I had experience in it, and it was fun. I mean, it was like you're making a day that people are so concerned about, and you're making sure that it goes the right way, and it's it's intense because you could screw something up, and then they're really mad, <laughs> right? I mean, that's... If the memory is trashed and all this, you know. If you know. <laughs> but if you make it right, and you make it beautiful, and they have a wonderful time, then they'll remember that forever, too. So that's... Exactly. It's, there's some good stuff. I think you could do that. Oh, that sounds cool too. Because I know I've been yeah. looking. Um, I live in. Uh, I live in the area that I live in. There's a lot of racetracks and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like party central. You know, everybody oh, is right. into it stuff, and it's just crazy. Right. Well, I that's what I mean. Event event coordinator, and then you just mm-hmm. do you have different design themes. You can have a book with like, oh, this. Is, you know, I offer this theme and this. It could be blue Hawaiian theme, whatever. You know, just roll with it, and you can have fun with that. But I would say oh. don't don't shoot for the moon. Don't dump a like ton of money into something before you test it. You have to I test the market and see what what what's marketable. You know, I could tell you I could talk to you for four four hours about rooms. I could tell you what all the different rooms are, what they need in divination, who created the rooms, where they came from, the different gods involved, all this stuff. Do people that walk into the, the to the two stores that I do readings at in, in New Orleans do half of them know what the hell rooms are? No. <laughs> are they interested in a room reading? They might be, but I'd have to explain it for 20 minutes. So guess what I don't offer at the store is room readings because I also do, I have other areas that I'm also extremely adept in. So you got to look at what's popular and you got to look at what people can digest and, and is palpable and palatable and go with that. Yeah, and find right. one that relates to you. Just because it's popular with the people, because sometimes we can feel out of touch. Like, I'm 44, and mm-hmm. so as a musician, I can feel like, well, I don't know what people like anymore musically, right? I just mm-hmm. picked something and went, ran with it. And, and this time around, the imagery and the everything we picked, mm-hmm. and this focus 
has been sort of launching us forward greatly. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet, but it, having that thing, like find your thing that's close to what the public wants and then go, okay, this is what I do. Really focused. Wow. A niche or a series of niches that are similar, basically, in that you can market and, or and network, you know. Um, uh-huh. By market, I'm not trying to sound like a cold corporate person. Like, we do this show. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> You know what I mean. So there's nothing cold about what I do, but you need to know what 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 you're offering, and you need to know yes. who's gonna want it, and you need to know that you're gonna be good at it. And then when you know all those things, then you just roll it forward. That's about it. You know. Right. Uh, right. It helps that I'm good at what I do. <laughs> Otherwise, no, it wouldn't matter how I market it. No one's gonna want <laughs> no. it. <laughs> you no, need to be good at it. it. I'm sorry. Go you ahead. You know, really. Well, marketing is really not a, a cold act. When you're when your heart is involved and you're attached to it, it, yeah. it comes out. You want to talk about it. It's like talking about a relationship. You know, people just you know, when they're in love with something, they just go on and on. And, and that's what marketing is about, except it's more, you know, something that you do rather than, uh, a physical, you know, getting married type relationship. It's still a it's a relationship. Oh, yeah. And you want to talk about it. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, people can sense when you're really in love with something and then they they want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. They want a piece of that, too, because they want to be in love with whatever the hell you're talking about, too. And why are you oh, so enamored of it? Yes. I mean, you know, when I, I'm hanging out with these racers, you know, they are passionate. You know, you know, they're they're it, they don't make a lot of money. A lot of, they they have to do a whole bunch of different things in order to earn the money. But they're just mm-hmm. so driven and so in love, and they're always they're, studying. They're driven. Did you say they're driven? What? Did you say they're driven? Oh, absolutely. Well, that was I was I was making a joke. That was a pun. That was a pun. Oh. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta do that occasionally. But I, I wanted to say we are out of time. But um, and and mm-hmm. really, thanks again for calling in. And I just want to say everybody have a wonderful uh, beginning of your spring. And um, you know, please call us again next week if you want to call in. And let us know what's happening and how your progress is going. And if you want to get a hold of me, it's uh, d c u c a r e at gmail dot com or give me a call at Marie Lavo's House of Voodoo. This is Darren Bucare. Thank you to you for checking in on Spiritual Insight. And have a nice Absolutely. evening, Daniel Michael. All right. And thank you. And thank you very much, Miss, for calling. And feel free to call back at any time. We'd love to hear from okay, you. Okay, thanks. And hear your progress. Bye. All right. Thank you. Everybody, you've been listening to Spiritual Insight with Darren Bucare. And it's a show on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. And, of course, we'll hear it beyond those 10 seconds. Here we are. Thank you again. Have a great Osara. You are listening to Main Street Universe, the show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you may have ever imagined.